Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Welcome to the show. So go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, my name is Kristen and I am an executive assistant. I hope entrepreneur side businesses and hustlers uh, do the things that they don't have time or don't want to do. So really, um, the name of my business is My Dream VA and really I'm the silent force behind your dreams. You know, I do the best that I can to make sure your processes are streamlined and you know that I can help take some of the stresses of the world, you know, sometimes run multiple businesses and it's just tough to do everything. So I'm in the background and my hopes are to help everybody just stay organized and reach their goal in their business. Uh, me personally, I'm a mother of five. I work from home. Um, I've been at this business for about um, three, four years now. So it's been a really, really great experience. Hard, but great. <laughs> Hard, but great. I love it. And, you know, what I've been noticing, because I'm a business owner, is that it, just having a solid team will change your whole entire life. It'll change your whole business. And I actually hired my first assistant um, in 2020 in the fall. And so I've had an assistant now almost like a year and a half or so. And literally every single day I'm, I text her and I email her and I message her. I'm like, I appreciate you so much because she's pivotal in making the business run effectively and smoothly. Um, and she's really great at it. So it's like, if you have specific skills and this is a great position for you to be able to really do well and serve on a high, high level, I think that um, business owners do not value enough having expert support. Because I used to be a solopreneur. So I used to do everything in the business from scheduling, emailing, replies, creating the posts, scheduling, just all literally used to do everything. And I thought that, you know what, like maybe this is how it has to be, or maybe this is the most efficient. Maybe I'm the only one that knows how to do it, or I'm the only one that's going to do it as well as I'm going to do it or whatever, until I started delegating some things. My VA is better at things than I am. She's much better at a lot of things than I am. And she makes it so much more seamless for us to help more people because she's working in her area of genius and I'm working in mine. And so I don't think enough business owners recognize how helpful you know it is to have the right person because you could also have the wrong person and that could be a hot mess. But do you feel like that comes up is like people not being able to really appreciate how helpful your services are? Most of most of the times it's trust, you know, trusting somebody with basically your baby, you know, trusting somebody that they'll do a good job, you know, on your behalf. And, you know, it can, like you said, just with anything, sometimes you can have that person, you know, that's mismatched for your business. So sometimes it leaves a little bad taste in your mouth, you know, but like anything, you know, we have to give it a shot, you know, and it's also a learning process for you as a business owner. Like, what do you want somebody to do for you? You know, there are some things that people just want to be hands on with. That's fine. But there's some things that you business owners have no business touching. You get what I'm saying? Like your talents are better suited elsewhere. So big, 
I have to encourage, you know, that you can trust me, you know, it's okay. Um, you know, we start off slow, you know, just give me a few tests. If I do well, then, you know, we start increasing, you know, just building a certain level of trust. So that's what I try to do. Cause some people, you know, they come, everybody has their horror story and I don't dismiss it. So I just try to build that trust with small projects and tasks and, you know, just helping them along with where I see. So, but most business owners are very apprehensive of letting somebody else come in and take the reins. So it's really important for, it sounds like for you to be able to, to acknowledge, right. That the experiences that people have had, um, because it really can be harsh. And I thankfully haven't had any like really bad experiences, but I can only imagine someone has your passwords. Someone has access to your clients. Someone has access to your bank accounts. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's very personal, intimate information, private information that someone could be afraid of fraud or all kinds of different things. But again, that's why we have a vetting process. That's why we only take on certain tasks in a specific way in order to onboard someone, um, after interviewing them and, and recognizing recognizing that they're appropriate for, you know, the the job um, and all these processes that are going to ensure that we have fail safes and don't become a victim of those things, right? And there's also like contracts and different things like that. But I think so many business owners maybe feel already inundated and overwhelmed with everything that's already on their plate that sometimes either they cut corners or they're like, it's not enough. It's doesn't, it doesn't feel like enough of a payoff for them to invest in having support because hiring someone on is a lot. You have to think about labor laws. You have to think about, you know, just so many different things, but the payoff y'all, when I say I go to sleep at night and I, I feel, I went on vacation for the first time and like stepped away from the business and kind of like let the team kind of handle things. Um, I, I was like, so glad to be able to not have to be on my phone and not worry about things. Cause I do trust that my team is, you know, um, handling things as appropriately and in a way that like, that is similar to how I would potentially handle things because they understand, you know, how we're running and what effect we want to have in the world and how we want to have a reputation in a way of treating our customers, clients, partners, and, and collaborators. So um, I love that you, you know, you mentioned that piece because it does have to do a lot with trust. It's not just the business, but there's literally actually like things that could go wrong, um, which have to be acknowledged and, and avoided um, for sure. But how is it that you found yourself doing this work? I found myself doing this. I was working at a car lot, um, a buy here, pay here. And I was at a temp, through a temp service and I really didn't know anything about it, which is what they wanted. So, you know, I beefed up my resume, you know, I can do X, Y, and Z. And she needed, you know, those things done. So I knew in general how to do them. But, you know, just a novice at it. So I was like, okay, we got to learn. I enjoyed the job for the first year. But as we started to creep into the second year, I just, I was like, I don't think I can. You know, I just don't think I can continue this. So I was looking for a job while at my other job. And, you know, I wanted to do something that was unique to me, um, you know, just where I could be at the house, make a substantial amount of income, you know, just, you know, the typical things. And I was going through and I seen virtual assistants and I was like, okay, what's this? And I started to deepen and do my research. And I just, you know, was like, you know, 
I can do things like this, you know? So at the car lot, I would make like applications. It was a lot of data entry, you know, uh, I ran credit checks. I did things of that nature. And I was like, I'm pretty sure somebody could use these services, you know, outside of here. So I did it, you know, like freelance, you know, helping family and people that I knew who had businesses, you know, just doing small things, business cards, you know, documents, you know, writing letters, things of that nature. Of January 2019, you know, I decided, you know, let's turn it up a notch. Let's go ahead and make it official. So around February, I got everything established, got it made into an LLC, and everything went, you know, good when I started. Everybody was like, that's a great idea. That's a great idea, you know. So it, it was okay in the beginning, you know, and it was only small tasks, you know. So as you, you grow, you're like, okay, I want to, you know, increase my income. You know, I want to increase the level of clientele, you know, that I'm working with. So um, everything went well that first year. I started wanting to creep into, you know, better clientele and that allowed me to, I had to take a step back in order to move forward with the higher clientele. So, um, you know, we did some business revamping and it, it, it worked. And then when the pandemic rolled around, I didn't work on the business any because the kids were home. So I was in a place of like, oh my goodness, you know, I tried not to be stressed out. <laughs> I tried, you know, just to maintain my sanity by saying, you know, I'm not quitting. I'm just, I know that trying to get new clients, trying to manage new clients, I have all the kids at home, you know, I just knew it would be overwhelming. So I took a little step back. I worked it from the background, you know, placed some goals that I wanted to reach, what kind of clients I wanted, you know, and I started, you know, trickling in that area. So once the kids went back to school, I hit the game full throttle. Um, I was actually happy to get back to work, you know, and start implementing some of the ideas and the clientele that I had. Um, I was thinking I wanted to niche down into real estate virtual assistant, but I went to Accelerate 180 and I didn't have to niche down. I just had to change my name. So that's why I'm an executive assistant. It allows me to touch on a lot of places, you know, where where I'm good at. You know, I just don't have to do that one thing. But being an executive assistant, it allowed, you know, I'm in the background of your business. You know, essentially, I'm your backbone. A lot of information, you know, comes through me. And then we break it down if it needs to be broken down. So I'm really excited where I got the business to, you know, like I said, it was hard, but, you know, it's great seeing where I'm at now. Like, I, I just wouldn't change this feeling for the world. You know, I, I wanted to beat myself up about not working the business during the pandemic because that was an opportunity, you know, to make a lot of money. You know, a lot of people had to transition into the home and I know they could have used the services, but I was just like, honey, I got my own kids at the house. So it's just... You know, it's been an amazing experience and I'm glad where everything is now, like I am. That's amazing. You know, it's so important to be able to recognize what season you're in, in your life, in your business, in your relationships, your spiritual walk, all of that, and then follow through 
on what you recognize about what season you're in. Because sometimes people try to force things that don't need to be forced. You know what I mean? So we say, your your life is telling you, the world is telling you, you need to slow down. And people see that and they're like, no, I'm going to make it happen anyway. And so now they're trying to force these puzzle pieces together that don't fit. And that creates more friction, more resistance, more struggle, more pain, more stress. And so it sounds like you recognized when everything happened, you know, I, what I need to do or what seems like it might be the best bet, even if it doesn't necessarily make sense, is to slow down or pause. And so pausing doesn't mean stopping. It doesn't mean that it's dead in the water, that you're never going to get back to it. You know, it really is about being able to say, this is seasonal and the season will change. I just have to pay attention to know when that is for me. And it sounds like you recognizing that helped you, like you said, slow down to speed up. So you slowed down and you took some time to be able to focus, which is also kind of, you know, um, well, I'm sure like with five kids, I can only imagine like you're, you were happy to get back to work, right? But um, it's a privilege and maybe a blessing that you could be there with them during that time. And then when they went back to school, you were able to go back into your own grind and make things happen on a whole new level. And I swear, like I want to give my executive assistant the world because I appreciate her that much. And if someone, if you haven't read the book, um, every, no, we should all be millionaires by Rachel Rogers. She talks about the need for women to invest in having support, invest in getting assistance in different areas of your life, because it's actually going to propel you and make it easier for you to be able to accelerate, which is where we met, um, and go further. And so having, I told my husband, I was like, we need to have someone come and clean the house. We need to have a specific person that can do this. A specific person can do that. But like an executive assistant is like, you are the, you know, the end all be all because you do kind of like, you know, organize, manage. No, I think my, I think my executive assistant knows probably more about my business than I do. Like I, at this point, you know, I, I, I could go and figure it out, but like, she's really running things in the back end and making it so that we're able to, to keep things going smoothly, helping to continue to manage the rest of the team and ensuring that I'm able to operate in my zone of genius and do what is helping to drive profitability and relationship growth and client impact forward. Um, and I just can't, you know, I feel like it's like unsung heroes. You know what I mean? Like that's how I feel about, about like phenomenal assistance. And now I want to pivot into, because I think that people will enjoy hearing about this is that you were doing a job that was completely different. You had no background in, in being of, of an assistant at all, but you knew you had experience that could potentially be helpful in this realm. So that's really huge. And then you have kids, and I know a lot of people will talk to me and say like, what kind of work or what kind of income can I create that's consistent, that's flexible enough for me to be able to also be a parent in some way, shape, and form? And so I would love for you to talk about what quality skills and, um, you know, essentially like the characteristics a good assistant would have that would make someone really eligible for the kind of work that you do? One of the main qualities that you need to have as a virtual assistant is number one, communication. Number two, um, you need to be organized. Okay. Communication number one is because you know, people expect this day and age to be responded to fairly quickly. I send you an email. I want it right back. You get what I'm saying? 
So as a virtual assistant, just know this. Just answer folks right away. You get what I'm saying? You know, that establishes um, that trust that I was talking about. It makes them feel better, you know, not um, having them wait, especially if you have their work, you know, um, not communicating. You get what I'm saying? Um, be resilient, you know, be creative. The, the, the internet has, uh, social media has created such an opportunity for people to work from home that you just need to find what you're good at. You get what I'm saying? If you're good at social media and you don't mind being on there all day and you want to be a social media, you know, manager or engager, you get what I'm saying? Like most people will tell you, I don't like social media. They will tell you flat out. But if you're into social media, you can post for people. You know, you just take what you're good at and you translate it into the virtual sense. Just like any business, as far as your financial moves, you know, we all start off, you know, doing, you know, our free jobs, you know, just to kind of get our experience and our portfolio up. You know, family members who have businesses, close friends that have businesses, you know, we reach out that way. Um, once you start to get experience, you know, people really aren't going to question your price. Um, they're going to be like, hey, you have these references. Um, you have what I'm looking for. Basically, almost name your price, <laughs> you know. So as long as you're communicating and you're resilient in your business, you know, you're going to make it. You just need tech savvy, you know. If you don't know a whole bunch of things, focus on one thing. If you're the jack of all trades, you know, then, hey, you're the virtual assistant, you know, jack of all trades. You know, you just, it's a very broad and narrow, you know, service because you have some people who don't do anything but touch bookkeeping. You have some people who don't do anything but touch, you know, email and calendar management. Um, you have some people who they specialize in just automating your processes and then they step out of the picture. So, you know, it's all based on, you know, what you need and where your business is at. Um, as we grow, you know, it just becomes fundamentally, you know, hard to do everything by yourself as a business owner. So the one thing you can do is definitely tap into that, you know, hey, I can save you time. I'm a quick learner. I can learn these different programs that you need for your business. And I have your back. So, you know, just reassure people and communicate. That's the biggest thing. You know, the Internet can be a scary place to do business. So just be a person of your word and have integrity. Um, you know, if you can't do something or if something was harder than you than you thought it was going to be, just let them know, hey, I wasn't expecting this. You know, I've researched. We can outsource it, you know, X, Y and Z. You know, just be upfront with people, you know, um, communicate. We're just looking for people to keep it, you know, real to communicate with us. You know what? I love that you mentioned communication and organization. And while I'm like, I'm a therapist by trade, so I'm great at communication, but just not like online communication. So it's like, so it's like as far as, and a lot of therapists aren't, you know, a lot of therapists actually are notorious for not calling clients back or calling, you know, new leads back, um, potential clients back, not sending email. Like we're notorious 
for not being great communicators virtually, right? We're great communicators when it comes to having a conversation. When it comes to talking to someone and helping them work through something, dissecting a problem and working through it, like, but like you mentioned, it's really about understanding your strengths and how that strength becomes like a puzzle piece for a business owner to help that business run more smoothly. And, you know, what I've talked about with people before is like, I could say, well, I don't need to hire a virtual assistant. Why would I pay someone to do something that I can do? Well, yes, you can do it. But if you could be taking calls and closing clients at 100, 300, 500, a thousand dollars, let's say an hour, why would you be doing emails when you can have the support, even if you paid someone $50 an hour, which I don't know about rates for virtual assistants, but I'm thinking that's on, that's pretty nice. Cause I think that's how much like nurses get paid. Okay. Like even if you paid someone $50 an hour and you make a hundred, 300, 500, a thousand dollars an hour, your hour has the potential to do that. Then you're still profiting off of having that support, let alone that they're answering emails, scheduling more calls, more clients, more business that will be coming in for you. And so I think on one end, as the business owner, you have to understand your numbers to know how much are you actually losing in your business by doing something? That's what you really need to know and understand. How much am I losing when I'm the one that's sending comments on Instagram as opposed to having a, a VA, a social media specific VA or a social media manager or a social media engager that can do that for me while I do something else in the business, right? How much am I spending to be doing, you know, um, the scheduling, which doesn't have to be me. If you don't have an automated scheduling process, literally I got an automated scheduling process between the automated scheduling process and my VA, like made more money than I've ever made last year in the month of March was the first month that I was like, Oh my God. The only difference was that I had my executive assistant and we had a scheduling process that was automated because even her spending time scheduling people is a waste of her time. So we have to figure out how to have the most streamlined processes so that we can be as profitable as possible so we can help as many people as possible. And I think when it comes to money, people are like, I don't want to like rip people off or did it. No, if it's a business like an LLC, a business is only a business because it's profitable. It's only a business because it's making money, which the money, the revenue is a byproduct of the results. You're not making revenue if you're not getting people results. You get paid to solve problems. So, so if you've got revenue, it's because you're getting consistent, high quality results for people. And if you're on the other side and want to be an assistant, an executive assistant, you know, virtual assistant, social media manager, any of the like, then you have to be able to know the numbers as well. Because how much is it costing them that you can communicate to them like, hey, you know, you could pay me 15, 20, 25 dollars an hour, 30 dollars an hour, whatever the case may be. And, and it will save you X amount this year. And let's do a test phase. 
if we did a test phase and and that may, but then you'd, like you said, you have to have integrity and actually follow through and, and get the results, right? We get compensated for completion and for being able to execute on getting results for somebody. So don't, don't tell somebody something and then not execute on it. You know, you have to be a person of your word and actually execute to the level of which you communicate. But when you can communicate how helpful your service can be to somebody and how valuable it is, then if you start thinking about compounding value, so not just in the first month, three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, but what about the first year, three years, five years, 10 years of having the right support, the revenue on the business end is going to amplify and compound. And it's going to be directly connected to you being able to serve and support within that business in the way that you do. So I just want to mention that because I think a lot of times people don't, um, they're like, well, I want to do it, but then they don't know how to, it's not about sales, it's about service. They don't know how to communicate how well they can serve someone and how pivotal, pivotal it'll be. And then being able to create something that's sustainable. Yeah, you're doing everything by yourself right now. Guess what? You probably aren't going to be able to do it like this forever because you're going to get pregnant. Someone's going to get sick. You want to go on vacation. Your family needs you. Like It's not sustainable in the long run to run a business all by yourself. And so I'm going to get off my soapbox. But um, I love that you mention all of that stuff and, and, you know, it sounds like it takes a specific personality. Um, is there anywhere that you want people to like stay connected with you, learn more about what you do and all of that? Yes. I would love if you would follow me on Instagram at my dream, V-A-L-L-C, M-Y-D-R-E-A-M, V-A-L-L-C. Um, that is on um, Instagram and you can follow me on uh, Facebook at the same um, handle, My Dream VA. Yes, I'm also on LinkedIn under the same thing. I had to think of all my uh, social media, but yes, My Dream VA, you guys welcome to come and follow me. I would love, you know, just to talk. I'm, I'm really wanting to, I see the backside of people's businesses. You know, I see the frustration Sometimes I see the obstacles, you know, I, you know, I see it all, you know, I see how the customers act, you know, so I just want to bring, you know, to my page, you know, a lot of different people in different businesses. So we can just see how better we can serve our customers and our businesses out there in the community. So um, I'm looking forward to, I'm not a social media person, but I'm looking forward to kicking mine off and just becoming more active and, you know, really walking in my calling and doing what God has called me to do. And that's just get out here and just, you know, share the information that I have. So stay connected with me on Instagram once again at my dream VA um, LLC, M-Y-D-R-E-A-M-V-A-L-L-C. And I hope to see everybody soon on my page. <laughs> We are so glad to have you come on the show to share your gems. We look forward to supporting you. And it means so much, you know, for everyone to be walking in their purpose and what it is that they feel called to do and serve in the world. I personally have a very like big heart. I'm like, listen, y'all my favorite people on the planet um, because we just can't run without everyone having their their position to play. Um, and it just really, it really means a lot. So if you haven't, just go ahead 
use the show notes but down below to click the link and get connected with my dream VA. Ask some questions. Don't be shy. Either you need a VA or you can become a VA. So you need to stop playing these reindeer games and, and get with the get with the times. But again, we truly appreciate you. Thank you again. And we will talk to you next time, Gems. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.